Welcome back to tonight's coverage of Merrimack Hockey here on ESPN Radio WGAM The Game. I'm Mike Macknick, and with us is Kyle Bigos, a senior defenseman for the Warriors and assistant captain. And first of all, Kyle, uh, named assistant captain this year. Uh, it's got to be a pretty good feeling. Yeah, it definitely feels good. Uh, shows you're doing something right. You're inspiring your teammates, working hard, you know. So anytime you get named, you know, assistant captain or captain, you feel responsibility but as well. You feel very honored and privileged to be named the leader of the team. You and uh, Jordan Haywood as well, and Brendan Ellis, three defensemen, three captains, so you guys clearly going to be looked to to set the tone from the blue line. Absolutely, and I think we're ready. Um, we look at all three of our styles of play. It's very responsible, defense first. Um, that's kind of like which, what we like to do uh, there in the back end, and um, I know we have a lot of leadership up front as well, so there's no question about that. I just think uh, more of the older guys you know, on the back end there. What do you see as the team goals for this season and also your own goals? Ooh, um, a lot of our team goals um, very extensive, um, but the ones we like to focus on uh, mainly are just game to game. Um, actually, even more than that, shift to shift, which is really neat. Um, that's something we kind of uh, integrate in our culture um, over the past, you know, three years since I've been here, and it's really neat to see. You know, what are you gonna do? You're gonna win your face off. You're gonna win the one on one battles. You're gonna make the passes, and I think all of that adding up makes you play your best hockey. Maybe sometimes you don't get the bounce, get the game, but overall it's going to lead to our goals of winning every series against you know teams in hockey East and winning um, the playoffs and going you know Frozen Four. Hopefully you know overall winning a national championship. So I think I like our team right now. We well, were drafted a couple of years ago by Edmonton, so that's got to be a pretty good feeling, I would think. And uh, I'm wondering what was the, if any, what was the pressure like the last couple of years, maybe to come out a little bit early, and 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 what led to you deciding to stay your whole four years at Merrimack. Well, when you think about it, um, you really want an education first, and that's kind of what my family's been pushing for to kind of get in my head. And at the same time, you know, if Edmonton called on me to, you know, go play and sign a contract, I'd be ready for that. And I'd, you know, accept that's what they want me to do because right now they have my rights. But um, just working with the organization at Edmonton, they're amazing. They really put your development first, not just um, their team. So I think it's really good in, a, you know, like a league that kind of uses players pretty pretty much their advantage to get wins, um, to have a team that really cares about you. So it's feel very honored to be a part of that organization, very happy. So just been working hard, keeping the blinders on, and trying to develop personally, but as well, I'm doing that in the framework of uh, Merrimack team goals, as well as uh, you know trying to get myself to the NHL. Uh, tell me about your father. I know he passed away you know, a couple of years ago or last year, and I know you were really close to him, and he had a big impact on your life. I imagine he still does to these days, uh, you know, to this day. Uh, you know, what, what kind of an impact did he have in playing hockey and just growing up, I guess? Um, he's an amazing man. I can't say enough about him. Um, it's kind of hard uh, sometimes just going through, you know, knowing he's not there because he's just such a big part of uh, my life, my mom's life, my brother and sisters. So... Um, but when we look back, we just kind of realize, you know, he really set the tone and set the standard of how we need, uh, well, how our family likes to, you know, develop character, develop leadership, men doing the right things in life, um, really just living by your own standard, which um, I think is just amazing, and I can't thank him enough and love him to death for uh, doing that and being such a great family man. So, you know, every time I go out there, I just think, you know, you know every time uh, before games, I used to call him uh, my dad, my mom. The only thing you know, he would say before leaving is play hard, have fun, and be safe. So it's kind of always what I keep reminding myself every time I go and do anything. Seems like you know he's still having obviously you know an impact on you to these to this day. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, 
your father's been in your life for me, you know, 23 years. Um, he's going to be there for the rest of my life with me, you know. Feels like by my side, but um, it's just great to have a, you know, have a man like that and a father like that in your life. And he really tied our whole family together, which is amazing. And we keep close. We still remember him and try to honor him in everything we do. Well, you've been through so much over the last four years. I mean, think of four years ago when you came into Merrimack, and you know, lots happened. I guess. Uh, tell us about wh- how you came to to decide to come to Merrimack in the first place, and now looking back over four years, how you feel about that decision? Well, first uh, I ever heard of Merrimack is um, I found out they're coming to recruit in British Columbia, and uh, after one game, I found out from my coaches they really took a liking to me and took interest in me, and I thought it was amazing. I might be doing something right. All my hard work's paying off, and got a chance to fly down out in the summer of 2008 and when I saw the campus it was small met the players and thought it was amazing and I knew I just really wanted to be there and uh, they extended me uh, um, an offer to come play for the team and there's nothing I really wanted more to be a part of this campus part of this program and uh, try to build it up win championships and you know better myself as a person and a player well last question I guess uh, your major childhood education I believe if I got it right and uh, so I, one of the questions I like to ask is what would you be doing if you weren't playing hockey and I imagine if you if you weren't playing hockey you'd be working with kids absolutely I figured um, you know everyone's telling me you know fallback plan think about what you're going to do after hockey think about if hockey doesn't work out maybe getting injured and that's mainly coming from my grandpa and my mom they're kind of really set me up uh, for more than hockey which I thank them for daily because I mean if it wasn't for them you know I'd kind of just waste the college uh, education <laughs> So I decided, you know, I want to do childhood development because um, there's a couple organizations in California that for uh, youth hockey that are really good and coming uh, more and more, um, gaining a great reputation. And I wanted to maybe even start my own or be a part of that. And I thought with uh, childhood development, I could really, you know, help kids, hone them in all aspects of life. You know, maybe even start up a school later on if I get, you know, a good program and enough donors. So it's kind of where my head's at. Well, that'd be bad. You know, either way, it seems like you'll make an impact. And, Kyle, we appreciate you taking the time to join us. Thanks. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. That's Kyle Bigos. has been our guest. This is Merrimack Hockey on ESPN Radio, WGAM, The Game.